Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is April 6th, 2021. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today on the show, we are talking all things offensive line, and we're thrilled to do that with our very own digital reporter, Levi Edwards. From Colton Miller's new deal to Tom Cable, Richie Incognito, and what we should expect from this group in 2021, we leave no stone unturned in regards to the big fellas up front. So, Without further ado, let's welcome in our friend, Levi Edwards. And joining us today on The Morning Grind, one of our friends, digital reporter for the Silver and Black, your Las Vegas Raiders, Levi Edwards. And Levi, how you doing, brother? Thanks for coming to hang out with us. I'm doing pretty good, man. I can't complain. Good, good, good. So today, I, I talked about it at the top, we're going full offensive line. We're talking about the big boys up front, kind of the engine that makes this entire offense go. So if we look at the offensive line from a month ago, the offensive line we saw at the end of 2020, to the offensive line that you and I are now going to talk about here in early April, it is a very different offensive line. So I'll, I'll start here. Levi, were you surprised at all how many moves and how many kind of different transactions came along this offensive line since the end of the season to now? At the time, I was very surprised. However, of course, hindsight being 2020, and I hate using that phrase now based off of the year that we just came out of, but hindsight based out of 2020, it makes total sense with everything that needed to be needed to be done. You look at where the offensive line was a month ago, and you look at the the, the pieces that were in place, and then you realize, okay, well, we need to get younger, and we need to save money. And I feel like the Raiders accomplished both of those things, and that really helped the rest of the team really add pieces that they needed in free agency. And also the fact that you're developing these young guys who've been with the team for a while now. So now this is going to be their chance to really shine and prove that they're going to be what the Raiders thought they would be when they were drafted. So I'm really excited to see these young guys step up and now I'm not very surprised when it happened. I feel like it shocked everyone, but when you really do the research and you really look at what the team's trying to do with that offensive line, I feel like it makes complete sense. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you in a lot of ways, in a lot of aspects, Levi, where you look at it, you know, like I said, a month ago, and I think there's kind of a shock factor that kind of went into this because the past, you know, the past few years, you look at this Raiders offense, I mean, really look at the Raiders team in general, and the strength has been the offensive line. I think that was the case again, or was once again in 2020, that was the case, where the offensive line was really kind of the, the strength of this team. And then you go to the end of the year, and all of a sudden, a lot of those friendly faces, a lot of those familiar faces are gone. And you're sitting there, you're like, oh boy, like what are, what, what are we doing here? What's the plan? Is there a, there's got to be some sort of something that we're missing here. But then you fast forward a couple weeks and that plan really does come into, you know, come into, into clarity. Where like you said, you had to get younger and you had to get cheaper. And one of those guys that, you know, kind of remained throughout, one of those guys who was really consistent and frankly has been incredibly consistent since, since he was drafted by the Oakland Raiders at the time is Colton Miller. And Colton Miller at the end of last week, very, very well-deserved, gets an extension, a multi-year extension to stick around here in the desert. And he and Levi, he's one of those guys that he has very, very quietly gone about his business since he was drafted. He's not the most outspoken guy. He is not the most, uh, you know, I mean this with all due respect, he isn't the most guy filled with charisma and enthusiasm or anything but man he just goes out there and he plays good football on that left uh, left side of the offensive line doesn't he 
Well, yeah, Eddie, uh, I, I take that you're a big Wheezy fan, right? Yeah, I, I've been known to. Uh, I'm familiar with Wayne's work, yeah. So you know that real G's move his size like lasagna, right? That's true. Very well said. Very well said. So that's uh, Colton Miller. That describes him. He's uh, been about his business. He's been quiet. And really, he went out and he got his money like a real G because he has been consistent. He had kind of a rocky rookie year, which, of course, when you are a guy coming straight out of college, I don't care who you are. I mean, you have your Justin Jeffersons that are, you know, going off or and things like that nature. But it really takes a, a minute to really get used to the speed of the NFL game. So you had Colton Miller who had to deal with injuries and just being straight out of college, being thrust into that starting and so it took him a minute to really get used to it. And even with all that, he's been extremely consistent. He's one of those guys that has only missed two games, and he really has developed, like, so much. And I was talking to Richie earlier today, and he's so proud of Colton and really has been able to be kind of that mentor, big brother uh, kind of example for Colton to really improve his technique and be better and really just – go out and do what he can on the field and I really do like Colton's game he's been someone that you know he he was someone that allowed maybe 16 you know like a a large amount of sacks his rookie year and then this past season he might have allowed one or two sacks had a lot of pancakes like this guy's legit and he deserves the extension just as much as any other tackle in the NFL yeah and like you said where he he has definitely moved in silence he got his money he got paid good for Colton but it feels like Levi that Locking him up right now seems even more important. And, and you and I both know that the teams that really do well, the teams that succeed in the winter and the Decembers and Januaries and are playing for Super Bowls, they make sure that the guys that they have in their building that they like, that they don't leave, that they don't get a chance to test free agency, that they don't get a chance to hit the market and see, hey, this is what I'm worth. The Raiders they did that with Colton. They said, hey, we know what you're worth. We want you to be here. Let's make this happen. But it seems, like I said, Levi, it seems very important to get this done now just because of what we were talking about a minute ago, where there are now all these you know, new, new pieces, these new faces on the offensive line. And whoever ends up you know, stepping in and, and filling those other four roles on the offensive line, they're going to be able to look to their starting left tackle, their hopefully Pro Bowl left tackle, and be like, this dude's not going anywhere. Exactly, and you need that extension. You need guys like that. Another re-signing that I really loved was Denzel Good because Denzel Good, he provides that veteran leadership. He stepped up. He's versatile. He can play in a lot of different positions. So you have guys like Colton and you have guys like Denzel who have been there that can lead, you know, can lead by example and also be that kind of that stagnant piece that they need where it's like we've been here, we've done this, we've started. So now all these young guys that are coming up, you know, who are developing, they can – lead by example and just say this is where we're at we're going to elevate everyone else on this offensive line to our level you know so that's why i love colton miller being there in that spot so he can elevate everyone else on that line to his level same thing with richie same thing with denzel good really just being there to just help everyone develop yeah i mean a thousand percent and and like you said i think that this year in particular. And we'll obviously have to see what happens during training camp and once we get to week one. 
But it seems like there is going to be, in 2021, a really nice mixture of experience and youthful exuberance on this offensive line for the silver and black. But speaking of that experience, uh, Richie Incognito, I don't know if there's going to be, I have to look this up because I'm kind of curious now. I don't know if there's any player on the Raiders roster who has played more games, like been on an active roster and made more appearances than Richie throughout his career. And I know that you had a chance to talk to him earlier today. So when you talked to Richie, kind of just what were your major takeaways from that conversation? My major takeaways from that conversation is he's ready to get back to work. He missed a lot of time last year, and he was really frustrated with the last season and how it went how it went by because of the fact that he had that foot injury, and he really didn't understand or have a really good really notion of what it was until midway through the season. So he had this injury and not really knowing like exactly what was the extent of the injury or how to go about rehab. He was thinking that it was something – uh, completely different than what it was, and he couldn't rehab properly, and he thought he was going to get back on the field eventually, and he couldn't. So once he did figure out what it was, he was able to go in and get surgery, and it was something extremely minor. And now he's back grinding away, trying to get back in the weight room, trying to make sure that he's ready to go 100% for the season. So he's really excited just to really get back on the field and get back in the swing of things and help the rest of the offensive line just improve. And he's really ready to make the playoffs. He's been on the Raiders team that's been so close, you know, going six and three the past two seasons and then kind of things going awry in the second half. He said very adamantly that he's ready to get this team to the playoffs. He wants this team to make the next step. So that's where his mind is at right now. You know, in the version of Richie Incognito that, that we're going to see in, in 2021, and obviously I think we all hope it's a healthy version of Richie Incognito number one, but Richie's about a guy, Levi, who's about to turn 38. It's no secret that his, you know, he, the most of his career is over, right? He is in that final chapter of his career. And I mean, frankly, it's incredible that he's, he's still playing. Yeah, he's in the fourth quarter, no doubt. But it's incredible that he's playing the type of football that he's still playing, even at his age. But I feel like there's a natural progression, especially with the guys that are really, really good. And I'll bring up Donald Penn as an example of this. That guys that get towards the end, that enter that fourth quarter, and they have the, re- the, the realization that says, hey, I know I can still play really good football, but I also want to be a mentor. I also want to be a teacher. I also want to elevate the other guys on this team, on this line besides me. Do you think that that's a role that Richie's ready to step into and a role that he's really excited to kind of just dominate in 2021? Absolutely. Um, and it's just kind of like, I, I guess I'm a very uh, into pop culture, but it's kind of the same thing where uh, I was watching a documentary about Queen and Freddie Mercury in the last uh, bit of his life. He knew that it was coming to an end and he went to his bandmates and he was like, look, I don't have a lot of time left. I just want to make as much music as I can before I go. And Richie's kind of in the same place with his career where he's like, look, I have more time behind me than I do in front of me. I just want to keep balling. I want to get this team to the best point that they can be because we've been here. I know what we're capable of. I want to be a mentor. I want to help these guys out because they're going to be here for years and years and years after my career is over. These guys that are here on this line, they're 24, 25 years old. I can help them out. I can get them ready and really just lead by example and give them a good bit of expertise. You know, he's 38. He's been – all he's you know he's he's a pro bowler he's been all pro like this guy he's he's legit so he has a lot of wisdom that he can impart and he also when healthy is still an amazing offensive lineman so even though he is the age that he is he still has great athletic ability to really get things done so I'm really excited to see kind of not only what he can do 
on the field, but really just off the field and really just keeping his teammates in check. Yeah, I mean, really just making sure. Yeah, yeah, and like you were saying, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Levi, but Richie is a guy that a thousand percent has the resume. So when he speaks in that locker room, when he's speaking in a position meeting, I mean, what he says carries some weight. He's a guy who's been in the playoffs. He's got four Pro Bowls under his belt. He's a guy who has played a lot, emphasis on a lot, of really good football. And just wrapping up here with our friend Levi Edwards from Raiders.com. Levi, when I look at, at the moves, you know, like I said, we've gone real O-line heavy today, and I want to keep it that way as we wrap it up here. But when we look at this offensive line and we look at the moves that have been made, the guys that are now here, the guys that aren't here anymore, the guys that are going to be competing for spots over the next three, four, five months, to me, all of this kind of, when I'm looking at kind of the thesis of, of the moves that we've made, it's, it just to me says that this team, that John Gruden, that Mike Mayock, their staffs, they have the ultimate confidence in Tom Cable. Because if this offensive line wants to return to the way, to return to form like they were in 2020, like they were in 2019, it's going to be Tom Cable that, by and large, gets them there because he's going to have a lot of new faces. But he had a lot of new faces a year ago. And so, to me, I think that Tom Cable is kind of the under uh, – what's the kind of word I'm looking for here, Levi? He's kind of our un, – un, uh, you know, the hero that's kind of flying under the radar. And I'm excited to see what he's going to do with this opportunity in 2021. When you think of Tom Cable and how valuable he is to this organization, what kind of, you know, what kind of comes to your mind? Really just exactly what you said, where he had so many new faces a year ago. Like, people don't understand. People are like, okay, we're losing our offensive line. We're rebuilding our offensive line. People don't understand. Last year, the starting offensive line at the beginning of the season played an entirety of they, – they played one or two games together as a starting unit the entire season. So Tom Cable already knows what he has. He already knows how to use these guys that people are questioning, these young guys that are being developed. He knows what to do with these guys, and he knows what he has. And he has done a great job using them last year, and we've seen that. And they were able to make sure that Derek Carr stayed protected. Derek Carr had a 108-110 passer rating. That was the best of his career. Josh Jacobs had another 1,000-yard season. So these guys can block. It doesn't matter if it is – it doesn't matter if it's the veterans that we let go or these new guys that have to step in. These guys can block, and Tom Cable's been 100% responsible for that. Something that Richie had mentioned earlier today is the fact that now that Tom Cable is more experienced and he's you know getting older, he's, he's not as intense is the word he used as he used to be. He's a lot more chill. He's a lot more – he knows how to really interact with his personnel and really make them feel at ease. And so I feel like you have to have coaches like that that really – put a lot of put a lot of of their heart into you and really let you know that you can do this you are capable of being able to be in this spot and really if you put in the work get things done and I feel like Tom Cable has done a great job of that of really just understanding his personnel that he has on that line and really just catering to their strengths and building up their strengths yeah no credit to him one of the best coaches we have. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. And real quickly, Levi, before we get you out of here, uh, biggest question you have on this offensive line, biggest question that we still need answered, because we've got a lot of questions answered over the past, like I said, month or so, but I think there's still a few left out there. So real quick, hit me with your biggest question that you still need answered on this O-line in 2021. My biggest question I really need to know is I feel like the biggest question a lot of people have, I want to know how legit Andre James is. This guy he came from UCLA. He has a lot of great attributes to him. A lot of people hasn't really seen him play a lot. He's 
been more of a special teams guy. But everyone that I've talked to from the coaching staff to the rest of the players on the offensive line have had nothing but good things to say about Andre James. And they're saying that he has really been a guy that they're really looking forward to see how he does. I haven't really seen much of Andre James play. So I'm really looking forward to seeing, like, how legit he is. And not only how legit he is, but if he can win that starting spot uh, from Nick Martin, who also just signed with the team, who is also a very consistent guy who's played every single game for the last three seasons with the Houston Texans. So they signed another center that is also just as capable of being in that starting spot, but is also very versatile and can be moved around. So my biggest question is I want to see how good Andre James is. I want to see if he's the man that everyone is saying that he is. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think my biggest question on this offensive line, in addition to Andre James, is what's gonna, what are we going to do at right tackle? But we still have a long time to figure that out, and I think that those answers to our questions will come sooner than later. So, Levi, brother, I appreciate you uh, carving out some time for us on a, uh, what is today, on a Monday morning. So stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, like I said, I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much. A big thank you to Levi for hopping on the pod with us today. And make sure you give him a follow on the Twitter at the Levi Edwards. Enjoy the rest of the week, Raider Nation. And do not forget to stay up to date with all of your Raiders news by visiting us on Raiders.com and in the official Raiders app. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.